0: Baker Mayfield, Tommy, traded to the Carolina Panthers, a deal that felt like we were waiting and waiting and waiting. Would it be Seattle? Would it be Carolina? Would he find a way somehow to, you know, come back to Cleveland as we awaited the Sean Watson news? But he gets traded to the Carolina Panthers, which you may find this shocking, you may not, has a ton of different Giants tentacles that we could sink Well, you wouldn't sink your teeth into tentacles, but the tentacles are going to wrap around the Giants here and we'll kind of go about it. Number one, first and foremost, as it pertains to the 2022 season. All right. We are going to go through training camp and we are going to find a way or I will find a way to try to hang on to positives and paint you a picture of what if this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Can the Giants miraculously find their way into the playoffs? Tommy will probably tell you why I'm crazy and why that won't happen, and this conversation's irrelevant. What I will tell you and what I think we can all agree with is this. The NFC for sure, for sure, has the Tampa Bay Bucs, the Rams, and the Packers as playoff teams. I think that's very safe to say for sure. Would you agree with that? I, I would put, yes, and I would put the 49ers in there as well. See, I'm not ready to do that only from the standpoint of, I just don't know what Trey Lance is yet. Now, some would have the argument back with me that the Niners themselves know what they had in Jimmy G, know what they had in Trey Lance, and they're telling you as a team that was in the NFC Championship game that Trey Lance makes them better. So I could, if that's the argument, I understand that. But how could I put a quarterback I really haven't seen before? In the place? What if he just hits a ton of bumps, throws them out of
1: a couple games, and they don't make it? And he might, but look at that team with Jimmy G at quarterback. Now, you know, I, Lance I could be Jimmy G, and they would still be in the playoffs. If he's even better, then, then we're off and running him. I'll at the very least give you this right. Either the Niners or the Cardinals will be in the
0: playoffs this year. If not both.
1: Yeah. Okay? I like the Cardinals more than most. I know a lot of people are down on them. I, I like Kyler and I like what they do there, but I, but that's fair. Either one, I think will get in for either sure. one, if not both. And the, right. I'm just
0: doing this for an exercise of, of proving a point here. The NFC East will have a division winner. Conventional wisdom would tell you it should be the Cowboys, but I don't think it would surprise anybody if it's the Eagles and Mike no. McCarthy collapses. Uh, the Cowboys run into injuries as they seem to do every other year, and Sean Payton's the coach of the Cowboys next year. You know, Cowboy misery. None of that would surprise us. No, but the NFC East will need a winner, and let's just say it's not the Giants. We'll, we'll be non-homers here, and it's not the Giants, right? So that that gives me five playoff teams. I've given you either the Niners or the Cardinals, giving the NFC East winner, and I gave you the other three big teams. We need to round out these playoffs with seven teams in the NFC, which is where, as this summer goes along, I will make a Giants case, Lou Gower, that, hey, things could break their way. Dable, new offense, functional offensive line. They end up scoring a bunch of points. They win nine games. They end up as you know the Eagle team of last year. I I'm not ready to do that yet, but I will find a way to make that case. The reason this ties into Baker Mayfield is this. I think Carolina sees this. I think Matt Rule sees this. I think they're not dummies. This isn't the AFC where it's so quarterback heavy. Do you feel that much better about the Carolina Panthers taking a potential backdoor playoff spot away from the Giants now that they have Baker Mayfield? Like I viewed Carolina, who the Giants play in week two, as a game. You know what? I think the Giants win that game. Now, the Giants play them in week two. Not only do I look at that and go, hmm, I don't know now, but I also question whether I should be taking away a playoff spot and actually expecting Carolina with Baker Mayfield to make the playoffs, which maybe that's a little nuts.
1: Yeah, it's so tough, bro. I honestly don't think this – like, Donald sucks. All right, that's being – I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. He's he's awful. Uh, I don't know how much better the Panthers are with with Baker Mayfield. I mean, when we saw all these quarterbacks going here, there, everywhere, he was kind of left – You know what I mean? It was like musical chairs, and he was kind of left standing there. Nobody really seemed to want this guy. Now Carolina takes him because Sam Darnold is so bad, but Christian McCaffrey hasn't been healthy. I don't think the team's very good, and we've seen the good and the bad from Baker Mayfield. Okay, he was hurt last year, whatever. So I don't think you insert a Baker Mayfield into Carolina, and that makes this team Or I'm worried about them stealing a playoff spot from the Giants. I just look at it. this way i felt really good when i played the win loss win
0: loss, loss which is so okay. tough to do
1: because we have no idea what's happening in the nfl so it's right I, they I can get play, doing it, but it's tough they could play a team whose quarterback gets hurt the week before and yeah. it
0: happens all the time right yeah. so it is so dumb to do but at least i kind of like to look at september and have an mm. early read on the schedule and i really did i circled carolina and i said The Giants should win that game. If if things have changed around Brian Dable and we think that Daniel Jones is at least healthy, forget being competent in September. Remember week two last year, they're in Washington slinging it all over the place, terrible loss, but that's the kind of game you're looking at early in the season where if the Giants lost to Carolina week two, and I'm forgetting week one for a second, could they beat Tennessee? Sure. Will they probably lose? Sure. But the point being if you don't want your seasons eliminated by Halloween, as they have so often for the giants, the last five to 10 years, Carolina week two is a game. You should win. If you're telling me we're going to have somewhat of an interesting season. And I feel, and I feel like that game got that much harder. I do. I'm not even a big Baker Mayfield guy. And I think he's a bust, but how could you not think the game got more
1: difficult today? You're going to have a guy with a chip on his shoulder, at least early on in the year. He'll have the rest of the year to collapse. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's certainly an upgrade over Sam Darnold. I just, I just don't like the team, and I think it's just you're going to pluck this guy from Cleveland, you're going to insert him into Carolina. Maybe McCaffrey, who knows? This guy gets hurt all the time. He might not even be available week two. Um, it's, it, it's, it's tough, dude. I just, I just don't think they're a very good team. It, it is a winnable game. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. They play Cleveland in week one, right? Yes. So
0: that'll be a very emotional game.
1: Right. So you're getting off two straight years.
0: Carolina, two straight years, they do the quarterback revenge game. Donald beat the Jets in week one last year. And now they get Baker with the Browns this year.
1: Yeah. And listen, I think this is uh, such a key for the Giants here. If they're going to have any chances here, can they get off to a hot start? Can they get off to a good start? It feels like it's been forever. I mean, we're sitting there in October and they're out of it already. And every summer we sit here and go, Listen, we're navigating the first four or five games. If they could just go two and two, if they could just go three and two, whatever, and they never do it, so they they dig themselves a hole every single year. That game, that week one game is going to be very very tough. Week two, tougher now with Baker Mayfield. So we'll see. But um, yeah, I mean, look, anything over Sam Donald because I mean it was it's just I mean uh, only the Jets, right? He is just a yeah. pathetic quarterback. Now there are two
0: other elements to this that I want to tackle here. Uh, immediately, and this that is this part of this Matt Rule's on the hot seat in Carolina. And it wasn't that long ago that Giant fans couldn't believe that the Giants yep. wouldn't, f- you know, fly to go see Matt Rule, bend over backwards to make sure he's their coach. And Matt Rule's basically been a failure. The Giants cycling through jo- two years of Joe Judge in the same time, Carolina is still kind of figuring out what's going on. With Matt Rule, I kind of feel like the Giants dodged one here. I don't think Matt Rule's going to be that good an NFL coach, or at least on this first go around. And to the second part of that to back it up is, if we are at this point next year, I don't want the Giants being Carolina at the quarterback position. What I mean by that is, you know, we've talked about, and I know I've done it nauseam, CBS Sports Radio and Beck QL, and you guys will take a ton of calls on this as training camp gets going. The Daniel Jones aspect of this. Daniel Jones, the option wasn't picked up. He clearly has shown flashes, but can't stay healthy and then runs into a rut too many times in these seasons. You should know by now if he's the guy. He, he hasn't shown enough to show that he's the guy. But, but, I don't think the answer next year is, hey, we have Tyrod Taylor bringing another guy like Sam Darnold or something. Like Carolina right now going, we have Darnold. We have Baker Mayfield. Let's battle it out. I don't want the Giants being that team in a year. I really don't. They, if Daniel Jones absolutely sucks, it better be drafting a first rounder and not going through what Matt rule is trying to cling on. Like in my opinion, if I'm a Carolina Panther fan, I get the appeal of thinking maybe you fix Baker Mayfield. He was a first overall pick, but I think I just want to go back to the well and say, I'll suck this year with Donald and get me to the top of the draft. I am very worried that next year, the giants find themselves in a spot where maybe they win enough games that Daniel Jones don't think he's the answer. He gets hurt, whatever it is. And then they go into next year thinking we need Tyrod Taylor or something else because the coaches are desperate to win games. I don't want to be the team in no man's land with quarterbacks. And yeah. I'm worried that Brian Dable and company are going to be that next year.
1: Yeah. You kind of stole my thunder there. I think like from the Carolinas perspective, uh, when you're a Matt rule of the front office, you're thinking, Hey, the NFC's weak, Right. There's more teams now, more playoff teams. So if I get a Baker Mayfield, it'll give me a better advantage. Maybe I seek in the playoffs. I could save my job. They're not thinking long term. As a fan, you always think long term because we are fans for life, but a coach may only have a two or three-year window. Rule coming off a bad year. A lot of people were surprised he was even back. He's back. They their thought process is, hey, we get Baker Mayfield. Let's make a run at this. The Giants cannot afford to be in quarterback purgatory where they got three or four mediocre quarterbacks and they're winning six games. Uh, So I'm, I'm with you on that. To me, Daniel Jones either shows you this year that he is the guy for the next eight to 10 years, or it's goodbye. And if you're going to say, well, what quarterback do you want? I don't care. Just get me a young quarterback in here with, well, that's the thing. We can develop draft. draft. draft, Right. Exactly. I, it's not, we're not, unless Patrick Mahomes becomes available and then we'll bring him in. I think we can live with that. And I understand
0: that that recently it's been much different, right? When yeah. I won't even put Matt Ryan in the same same folders, although I if I'm indie, it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, like Deshaun Watson, these are unique circumstances, but he asked for a trade before all the allegations and everything went down. Guys like that don't become available Russell Wilson, talent-wise. You... Right. Russell Wilson. Right. Yeah. You go through this. That's not the norm. It is not. And the and the wheel kind of spun this year and the Giants weren't on it right? Yeah. They didn't land on it. They didn't go after Wilson. They clearly didn't go after Watson. Don't next year force the wheel if it's Tua or if Kyler, I don't know why I said it's Tua like that, but if it's Tua, uh, I'm, I'm just giving you names of guys who could be dysfunctional. I mean, Kyler Murray, who knows the future of him. Yeah. Uh, You know, if he if he sinks or swims this year, Lamar Jackson still doesn't sign this extension in Baltimore. Those will all be like weird names that could come up. I'm just telling you, to me, I'm going back to the draft. Well, I don't want to be. You don't want to be the team with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. I'm sorry, you don't no. want to be the team with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and a coach desperate for wins over the long term value of the franchise. And the Giants have had coach after coach after coach for two years, and I just hope that Brian Dable and ownership are both in a nice and Joe Shane are all in agreement here. Hey, we're seeing what we have in Daniel Jones, but he's not our guy. The new regime's guy. If it comes to next year. Like, let's just say the Giants win seven games and they show promise and ownership's like, oh, it's time to win. I don't want to hear that next year we're not going, we're not getting a quarterback in the draft. They're not trading up to get a quarterback in the draft because we have Tyrod
1: Taylor. And that's what I'm worried about, being the Carolina Panthers of this year. Well, and that's the thing too, Sean. Where I think if the Giants are a seven win team, if you're a Giant fan, that is the absolute worst case scenario for this franchise. You'd rather have them win 10, 11, 12 games. Daniel Jones somehow turns it around, becomes this great quarterback, right? And now the future is promising. Or they go out and win two, three, four games. They get rid of Jones. They draft a quarterback. If Kyler Murray was available, I'd be interested. But let's just say they go out and draft a quarterback. That's different. If they are seven wins, and Jones plays good, and there's that problem. They could run it back, and I think, Giant fans, that to me is the worst possible scenario going into the season.
0: If they ran it back and under that scenario, it would be worst case, but I don't think they would under that. I think if they won seven or eight games and failed to make the playoffs, I don't know that I'm calling it worst case scenario like I would have in past years because – I do like the element of finally building up a little bit of a winning culture, winning games. You're not supposed to like the saints under Sean Payton, won a lot of games with Taysom Hill mm. and James Winston. Right. And, uh, who had uh, Simeon was on their team. If you establish enough with the other players, like, okay, wow, the offensive line's functional. The defense has gotten going with the pass rush, but the team and the front office is smart enough to know. They still need to go out there and draft their guy. That's, that's to me is best case scenario. You're, you're a team on the rise and then the the rookie quarterback maybe it's not a wasted year maybe suddenly you're Mac Jones with the Patriots last year it could set up where it's not the worst case scenario but do you trust the coach and the front office to not make it the worst case scenario which now I and I'll let you reboot which brings me to I think another thought here on this whole thing
1: no and and I think that uh, fortunately I think the Giants and uh, and the ownership and and the fans they like we talked about I, I think it was in episode one or, uh, where there's a grace period there there there's a honeymoon. The the fans understand that they're in a weird position here, right? You have a new coach, you have a new GM, but you have the quarterback that they inherited, right? So there's that situation where this is not their guy. Yeah, they said all nice things about him early in the year. Bro, come on. They're not going to sit there and go, Daniel Jones. I mean, the proof was in the pudding here, right? So They would have given him the extension. Correct. They would have given him the
0: extension. Now, I I will say, and I'm sorry to argue with I will say I still think, the larger part on the Venn diagram of that is Daniel Jones never being healthy. I do believe that to them outweighs more than what they project or see on the field. I think there's a big part. He's never on the field
1: he, he's not and and part of that is his own fault because he's a little reckless. he's a little careless and right. he can learn ways obviously speeds a big part of his game, the ability to run the ball, but he sometimes takes too many unnecessary hits and that, that's another thing that he could be coached to, to play a little differently. But yeah, I mean, I just I think that they are in a situation where, they are inheriting the quarterback. So there they may not be after one year, be like, oh boy, if I don't do something here, I could be out. And Mara, you know, in theory, has shown patience over the years. And he in some ways wanted to show patience, I think, with, with Joe Judge, but sort of was forced his hand. Wh- whatever we could disagree on that. I know we did. Um, but yeah, I, I think I don't think the Giants would put themselves in a position where they feel like, oh my God, if we don't win in year two of this regime, you know, we're both gonna be out of here. And this
0: will bring me to Our closing arguments, if you will, on the Baker Mayfield episode of One Giant Step.